She's a Super Geek is a proud member of the Misdirected Mark Network. You're listening to episode 76 of She's a Super Geek, the actual play RPG podcast highlighting women as GMs. I'm Emily, and on today's episode, my co-host Senda and I are joined again by Haley from Story Brewers and friend of the show Camden Wright to finish up the new Story Brewers game, Good Society. I'd like to give a special shout out to our coiffed ear patron, Ariel Weiss. Thank you so much for your dedication to our podcast, Ariel. Senda really enjoyed meeting you at Breakout Con, and I hope I get to meet you sometime too. My dear friend, I cannot believe that you missed the ball two weeks ago. You would not believe some of the scandalous behavior of some of the guests. Of course, Captain Peter Thorpe was there, and while we were dancing, he begged for my forgiveness, as he should have long ago. I have half a mind not to forgive him for what he put me through. My friend from Spain, Miss Lydia Hurst, was quite taken with Captain Richard Beryl. She fell ill upon dancing, and my sweet suitor, Dr. Livingston, saw to her. I am unsure exactly what trespassed, but Captain Beryl drew a sword and challenged the good doctor to a duel. Thankfully, all was diffused without incident. Now, rumors are swirling around Habisha. I'm sure you've heard the rumor that a prince has been courting me. Well, I can neither say I nor nay to such a thing. But which of the others are to be believed? That Lydia and Captain Beryl are engaged? That Peter is planning to propose to me and to Lydia? That Lydia had an affair with a married man back in Spain? That Lydia's former fiancé, Mr. Cortez, is on his way right now to stop her supposed wedding? I guess we'll just have to see what happens. Love to the family, Miss Rebecca Knightley. So how far are we flashing forward? Yeah, and to what? What what will be the event that (gasps) is centered? Lydia and Richard's wedding? Oh. oh. How, do, how do you feel? About- I, I would like it the day before Lydia no. and Richard's wedding. Yes. <laughs> Much better. <laughs> What's the like event that everyone's attending? Is it like some sort of like party in preparation or is, it- is would there be something like a bridal shower kind of thing, but that just involves everyone? Or a rehearsal dinner? Mm-hmm. Because Peter's totally the uh, best man. Peter is? Oh. Rebecca's totally the maid of honor. I hate you all. (laughs) (laughs) Of course. Mm -hmm. We're doing little historical accuracy, so we can... There can be one if we want one. I have no idea whether there was one. I like the idea of a joint bridal shower type thing. Yeah, that's cool as well. It's basically then we're, we're having a big party. Like an engagement party. Yeah, it's like an engagement. Yeah, yeah, just call it an engagement party. They're getting married tomorrow. My heart will be ripped from my chest tomorrow. And the love of my life marries another man. Excellent. 
how far off the ball we think this is. Like a good year? Oh, that's that seems like a long time. I think like that yeah. seems like a long time. Six weeks? I, like- I don't think that Lydia's gonna wait that long. Mm. <laughs> I feel like six weeks is a really good length of time. Yeah. It's enough time for everyone to have thought about their feelings. It's mm-hmm. enough time for Mr. Cortez to arrive from Spain. That's enough time for the prince from France to walk in at an inopportune moment. And to have had according, like, you know, according opportunities in that time, right? Yes. Yep. We have been, uh, we have been corresponding. Well, let's see, Lydia, you're, are you, you still staying with the Knightleys? Yes. I mean, because my family home isn't here and it wouldn't be proper for me to stay with Captain Barrow. Not yet. (gasps) Oh my. (laughs) Perish the thought. So then I think that the Knightleys should be throwing this party as well. It's the exact same set. <laughs> it is exact <laughs> yeah. exactly where I'm going with this, because all of the minor characters are in the exact same outfits. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. Captain Barrel and Peter are probably literally in the exact same outfit. Yes. yes. But I mean, as usual, I am in absolute perfect crisp condition so it's like exactly the same except that somebody has erected a like a banner that says like congratulations and there's more flowers naturally is this a space in which the wedding will happen tomorrow will it happen in that grand ballroom well i mean the party the wedding has to happen in the gardens that doesn't matter because it is not the day. It's not the day of the wedding. Yes, <laughs> that's a good point. We have the same. We have the same set. Um, you know how expensive Regency productions are. Like, oh yeah, re- reuse this shit. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, these ballrooms don't hang on trees. Here's the here's the interesting thing to me. We could actually start this in a very similar way and just basically echo the previous chapter. Where like I have to come in and greet them with Jane on my arm again. <laughs> The two options are we do exactly the same start or start off with everybody there except for Lydia and Richard. And then oh, yeah. Mm. Make an entrance. I mean, that's true. That's true. That's true. Options. Lydia demands her grand entrance. Okay, Camden. Yeah. I, yeah. She always did know how to make an entrance. She's not married yet, Peter. Come on. Do we start the scene with Rebecca and Peter? Oh, sure. Yeah. Like yeah. waiting? Yeah. Yeah. Awkwardly, we're both kind of the hosts because <laughs> you're, you're the man of honor and I'm the maid of honor. Uh-huh. Or sorry, the best man. I am a man of honor indeed. <laughs> I have much honor and definitely no money problems. That's certainly not a thing. <laughs> <laughs> no, I can tell from the crispness of your boots you have no money problems. Glad that you noticed. I uh, had them cleaned specifically for today. I wanted to look my best for... I mean, my dear friend, friends, friends, yes, friends. I think before this evening transpired, Jane had that conversation with you, Peter, of like, I don't know what Jane's husband's name is. I don't know. Sam. Yeah, whatever. (laughs) Sam. John. John and I have been helping you out like quite a bit recently, but with the children, I don't think we're going to be able to continue. I'm sorry. I, I believe in you, Peter. I, I know that today is the day something something magical is going to happen to you. Or something practical, at the very least. <laughs> oh, man. All the best, then. <laughs> I love you, Jade. You're the best. <laughs> oh, my. Oh, geez. Yeah. Okay, good. Pressure. Social pressure. But it's, um, 
Very nice to see you again, Rebecca. Oh, Peter, you look... You look very handsome, as usual. Thank you. I much appreciate that, that you, uh, you notice I'm... This dress, though, it's, um... It's it's lovely. Is this... Tell me, where did this one come from? Is this one of the ones from uh, France? Uh, indeed, yes, it, it is. I... I'm quite fond of French things, as you know. Yes, uh, yes, indeed. You know, you know, I uh, took a tour through France. Um, you know, in my in my time, I have. Is is everything arranged for tomorrow? Do you have the rings? Well, yes, uh, of course. I goody, I have them. Uh, without the rings, you know, they can't get married. If something were to happen to them, it would be disastrous. Yes, uh, uh, of course. They're just the right, right here next to my. Next to my breast. Very safe. Heart. My heart. Yes, Very next good. to my heart. Yes, it is a a wonderful day. I admit I didn't think I would see Lydia married before myself. Rebecca, may I call you Rebecca? Well, yes, of, of course, Peter. I, I feel that we should be frank with one another. And I know that you have been courted by many men at this point, and, and, and you have many suitors, and... and and truly very justifiable for such a lovely and, and put-together young lady. Uh, I have to express my own personal admiration for your transition. You are like a butterfly that has come forth from the chrysalis. I, I see you in a completely different light than I have previously seen you, and, and I hope that you can forgive my, my previously callous disregard for your maiden heart. I hope that this is not untowards of me. Drop down on one knee. Take her hand in my hand. Um, what are you doing? Rebecca, will you do me the unbelievable honor of being my wife? Can someone force an inner monologue on me? <gasps> yes, yes, I'll spend it. And then I will also spend a chip to make you say yes if you want. <laughs> no, I don't want. All right, monologue, monologue. <laughs> take, my, take my token for the monologue, yep. Everything slows down. Everyone's looking at us because they're all gathered there with champagne, ready to toast the happy couple. <laughs> It's very vague for a reason. It's a good thing Lydia's not there because Lydia would hate this. I can't believe that Peter would propose at a party for another couple. I, I can't believe Peter is proposing at at all. Even, even a few months ago, this would have been my absolute dream. I was so in love with him and he rejected me so, so ungraciously and, and I, I thought that my heart has moved on I, I, I certainly don't want um, my main suitor to become not a suitor oh but the odds of him wanting to marry me are so slim and Peter does come from a good family. And wouldn't my... Wouldn't my parents be so happy for, you know, Captain Thorpe to uh, become Lord Knightley? Oh. But I can't. I can't do this to Lydia.
I have and and all a of proposition that. then. Yes. If if I if I you you already proposed oh a different a one. different one or did you have one Camden? Well, yeah, I, I wanted to actually spend one of the tokens. Music swells. If you're okay with this, Emily, actually both of you. Yes, music swells. <laughs> People are. Pr- are expecting them to be announcing the two of us. Yeah. And instead they announced the prince. Oh no! Better! Much better! Oh no! Oh my god. I think I get that token. It's hurting me, not her. (laughs) Yes, very true. Yep. I appreciate this, Camden. Right as Peter's proposing. Yep. Oh, no. Okay, what does the prince look like? We need, like, full visuals of what's <gasps> happening here. Jeez. It is, like, the most stereotypical French. I mean, it's ruffles, it's perfume, it's lace, it's velvet. I mean, it is uh, powdered wig hair, the whole Megilla. And there is an entire entourage of just impeccably beautifully dressed people following him as he enters. Oh my gosh. And the entire room is like, (gasps) is the prince? Who is that? I quickly take my hand away from Peter's. (laughs) Peter, get up. You're embarrassing yourself. And then I'm going to sweep forward. I'm so sorry, Zenda. I'm going to sweep forward to greet the prince. Uh, whose name is Francois. <laughs> Do you want me to play the prince? <laughs> or are you going to play the prince, Haley? Oh, no, I'm totally on for Senda doing it. Okay. <laughs> this is the kind of game where when something is just awesome, you just roll with it. Or since Dr. Livingston probably isn't here, Camden could do it. <laughs> That's right. Awesome. Dr. Livingston hasn't been invited back anymore. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You, you've got a lot of energy around it. Don't worry about me being, just rock on, be awesome. Okay, okay. okay. Your Highness, I did not expect you this soon. Ah, ma chérie, Rebecca. Mon, mon chérie, mon petit chouette. Ah, in the dress that I have sent you. It is beautiful, yes? You have the most wonderful taste in clothing, Francois. I, so I have to interject a thing here, which is like Peter just fading into the crowd. I could not wait longer to see you in person. You are so beautiful. You are as beautiful as I imagined. You are as beautiful as the, the, the drawings that you sent. They, they all did you justice. Like the flowers that bloom in the springtime, like these flowers here. Oh, what is this event that is happening? So I thought we'd actually met before. Oh, oh, sorry. At a summer chateau. Okay, yes, good. Uh, So it is so beautiful to see you again in person. Just think of it like that. Yes. Your beauty remains like the butterflies that flit from flower to flower, like the the stars (laughs) in the very sky. Oh, Francois, you always had such a way with words. No one's ever compared me to a butterfly before. This is actually um, the the party for my good friend, um, Lydia, who is, is, is to wed tomorrow. Oh, yes, you have written me about her, Lydia, yes. She, she is, is marrying, uh, I, I wrote you about him, Captain Beryl of, the, um, of, of His Majesty's Army. Uh, yes, I, I, I believe he has also 
done a tour in France. I have not met him personally, but I, I am told that he is an upstanding gentleman. It would not uh, be appropriate for Lydia to, to wed anyone else. Of course. It's not like he has anything hidden that we don't know about that <laughs> would completely change how we feel about him. No. Any friend of yours is a friend of mine. Please, let, let my arrival not interrupt such a wonderful party. It, it, orchestra, mm, play, play something. I would dance. <laughs> Before the bride and the groom dun, arrive. Dun, dun. <laughs> oh... It's, he's a prince. He's a prince. He he's does a prince. whatever he, he wants. They just he does whatever he into wants. like orchestral like submission. They just go. <laughs> orchestral submission. <laughs> and all the guests are kind of looking Everybody's at each other. Staring and everything. And there's just like a, just a space just opens up around. And he just puts out his hand and he does a very courtly bow. They begin to dance as uh, Lydia and yes! Beryl um, uh, come. It, I think I have to use my compel point yeah, I think so too. to the top, thinking it's their fanfare. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> I want to know, before we see Lydia and Captain Beryl hmm. enter, what was Captain Beryl's thoughts of after receiving the letter from Mr. Cortez? Ooh. Oh, I'm. <laughs> You're Captain Barrel. That's right. Sorry. You have multiple jobs here, Emily. <laughs> Captain Barrel just dismissed it as a basically as an angry ex. You know, someone who who Lydia didn't choose, who was trying to make trouble. Did he show it to Lydia and then just be like, "Can you believe this man?" And then I don't think he would show it to Lydia. Okay. He might have asked, like, "I've heard rumors about." you know, Mr. Jorge Cortez, my dear. And, and So it will still be a complete surprise to her when he comes in. <laughs> yeah, so Yay, yeah, good. he didn't yes. he didn't show her. He just <laughs> he just chalked it up to rumors and as particularly the part about her being improper with a married man, you know, that that that's just nonsense. You know, his Lydia would never do that. And he might kind of see the person he wants and maybe not the person Lydia is completely. Yeah, they're, but they're also kind of both just after each other for yep. the... We think we both each other has money. Uh-huh. It's going to be yes. real funny. <laughs> <laughs> I got a plan for that. <laughs> what, divorce? No, Lydia always has a plan B. Lydia and Captain Barrel enter the ballroom just as Francois sweeps Rebecca into the floor. Lydia walks to the to the head of the stair the grand staircase and like starts to do a little curtsy and realizes that no one is paying any attention <laughs> to them. And you see her just stiffen angrily. My darling, is everything all right? I thought it was going to be all right, dear, but uh, it appears that you can't trust anyone in this life. I should know that by now. My my sweet, you certainly can't be talking about um, me. No, no, dear. No, no, of course not. Oh, oh, yes, I see. Who in, who in the world is, is, is Rebecca dancing with? I have never seen a man with so much floof. It's, it's called fashion, dear, and I would imagine he is uh, perhaps the prince that everyone has been gossiping about. Those rumors were true? I thought they were just rumors that Rebecca spread up for herself. It does seem like something she would do, yes, but uh, I think it's best that we just deal with the situation in front of us and we come to an understanding with Rebecca. You may handle this uh, any way you, you wish, my sweet. I just, I just need a few moments. Is it okay if I, if I get some air, dearest? 
Oh, oh, certainly, certainly. I will try to corral uh, this. Uh, do you see Peter? He he told me there was something important we needed to speak of before uh, the uh, the party, but I I didn't get a chance. If by chance I see him, I'll let him know that you're looking for him. Oh, and thank you. She'll storm off down the staircase. Where's Peter right now? Here's my vision of what actually happened for Peter. He basically did his best to fade into the crowd when everyone got distracted by the prince. He ended up sort of sitting in a chair in the back looking morose and sitting in the chair next to this chair was Susanna Castillo. She's actually talking to him. Wait, that's me. Fuck. <laughs> but also, yes. Yes, do it. Do it. Do it. Do no, it. I don't want to actually. Can I just describe? We believe in can you. I just describe? Who are you, Alex Roberts? Um, can I just <laughs> describe like the like kind of the happenings, or do I need to have the conversation? Uh, I think you have to have the conversation. <sighs> if you are you planning on finding me? Yes, absolutely. Okay. What you actually walk into is there was like a couple of moments. She um, started talking to me about what happened. I kind of perked up. We actually started talking. And as you walk up, we're actually laughing together and clearly having a very like animated and interested conversation with each other. All right. She's married, Peter. She is? <laughs> Shit! Damn it! <laughs> yep. The, I mean, no, no, you can't wreck on no, it because I'm going to pick at that wound. <laughs> no, who else isn't married that has money? Susanna, maybe there are rumors that she has left her husband. Also, the Miracle of Resolve tokens is that, like... Oh, he's you, dead. Oh, like oh yeah. Susanna, yeah. He's dead. Susanna is played by you, Sender. That's true. So you can spend one of your Resolve tokens to just kill off Susanna. He's dead. He he died about five weeks ago, like a week after the last time we saw her. He croaked. <laughs> okay, I'm going to change this to Widow. <laughs> he was very old. He was Widow. He was shockingly <laughs> old for her, yes. Yes, but he, he he it was still a very surprising death and not at all suspicious. Not in any way, shape, or form. It was, in fact, not in any a heart attack. Oh, no, he choked on a fishbone at the dinner table. There wasn't a mark on him. There wasn't, because he choked on a fishbone at the dinner table. Yeah, they didn't even bother, like, doing an autopsy or anything. Because he choked on a fishbone at the dinner table uh -huh. when it was just him and his wife. Leaving, leaving behind such a young, beautiful wife and... Rich. No children and his entire money. <laughs> I mean, I don't actually know that. So I am actually just forging a relationship with her. <laughs> because it is concealed fortunes. Guys, I'm just trying to save Peter from this terrible fate. <laughs> no, let it happen. No, well, no, I mean, but like he, he just, this is the next thing. He's still got to find someone to marry. His sister's going to stop supporting him. No, he's got options. It's going to happen here in a second. Uh-huh. Oh, God. <laughs> so Lydia uh, walks in and sees uh, the two of you laughing. Oh, oh, my dear, Susanna, I, I'm so happy that you can laugh through the grief. Uh, I mean, it's so recently that you lost your husband, and I'm so sorry that I couldn't have been there for you more. Um, yes, I... Um, it, it has been a difficult time for us, but thank you, Lydia, for, for your support and your kind words. Absolutely. Um, oh, Peter, um, uh, Captain Beryl um, was looking for you. Uh, he said he'd like to, something about you speaking later. And I just, uh, I don't know. Today has been such a day. And I kind of stumble, reach out, and kind of grab his shoulder. 
and uh, she drops a perfumed handkerchief to the, to the side of him so Susanna can't see it. Walks out with a flourish out onto uh, a big, huge patio mm. into the night air. This is really, really interesting at this point because you've been mangling my heart for the last six weeks. <laughs> yeah, I have. Oh, yeah. And we still have two monologue tips. Oh, yeah. If you guys want something, like, this is a pretty key moment for me, actually. Oh, you have to make a decision because Lydia's dropped her handkerchief. Mm-hmm. I'm going to make a decision. Yeah, I, I mean, I want this to happen, and I'm willing to spend a token right. to make it happen. But she also told you that Captain Beryl is looking for you. Yes, I, I will spend my token to make you monologue, Peter. And I am also having a lovely conversation with Susanna Castillo. That I don't know if I want to leave. So you can you can take this as you will, but I would like to spend a token to have that the letter that I wrote you play in my voice through your head. I was hoping, no pray, that we might perhaps have an opportunity to speak one last time, speak about the future, speak about the past, speak about each other damn it now that you put it like that follow your heart peter i know my heart is in multiple directions right now that's why this is hard so i am going to tell Susanna that it was um, amazing to talk with her to speak with her that i am very very interested in talking more with her and i'm actually going to arrange a time tomorrow that i can visit Right, because I can come visiting. Yes, I'm going to come visiting. wedding day? Oh, damn it. Okay, the day after the wedding day, I'm going to come visiting. (laughs) Um, And, 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 you know, I I get her card, um, her little social card and everything like that. And and then I apologize profusely that, you know, I, I need to go tend to a couple of things that it sounds like I need to talk to a couple of people. And then I scoop up the handkerchief because that, damn letter is playing in my head and I walk out to the balcony. Did you want to do the monologue? Oh, do you want me to, do I get a monologue? How can she expect me after all that she has put me through in these last six weeks? She knows that she has torn the heart from my very being and here I am and I am finally making a connection with Someone that I could care about again. And then this handkerchief on the floor. And yet, one last goodbye for a friend who meant so much. It does appear that there is no way that I come out of this out of debt. So I will simply have to give up my aspirations to marrying into money. And then maybe finally I can choose to marry for happiness, but... Lydia is no longer an option. So, fine. One last goodbye. Scoop up the handkerchief. Go. (laughs) Can I walk up behind you? And of course, you're out on the balcony and there's a little bit of a breeze. So it's like teasing your hair out a little bit and making the bottom of your skirt just move a tiny bit. And I can see the trees of the garden and everything down below. Good. Do you say anything or do you touch me? I think I come up, I don't actually get very close to you because you are engaged to another man. So I come mm-hmm. out and I stop about five feet behind you and I'm holding the handkerchief and I just say, Lydia. 
I turn around dramatically, look at you. Oh, Peter! And I just run and grab the handkerchief from your hand and bury myself in your chest and my face in the handkerchief. Peter, Peter, I've made such a terrible mistake. Now, Lydia, no. <laughs> I'm So I'm actually going to take you by the shoulders and actually, like, remove you from my chest. What are you... Oh, Peter. No, no, what are you thinking? No, no. Captain Richard is... I'm sorry, I... He's a very upstanding gentleman. It, 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 you have already made You this. don't understand. I fear, I fear that I've been engaged to a scoundrel. How can this be so? I, I asked him, I mean, as we get closer to the day, I asked him about what our, our second house in Spain would be like, and he makes excuses, and he, he deflects, and, and I think that he doesn't have any money. I think that he's been lying to me. I fear this entire thing has been a lie, Peter. I thought that I had someone to take care of me, and I turned away from the only person that I have ever... Loved. When you say the part about him not having any money, the, there's actually a cloud that, like, passes over the sun. My expression actually gets, like, my expression, which was starting to really soften, gets a little bit colder again. <laughs> Lydia, this is unbecoming of a woman of your station. I'm sure that there is some sort of misunderstanding here. Look, he, he bought the rings that I carry with me even now. How could he do that if he had no money? You're right. Those, were, those rings were in his family, and you're right, this is unbecoming a woman of my station. But I don't care. For you, Peter, I'll be a fool. All I can ask you, Peter, is one last time. Can you save me? Can you save me, Peter? I feel like we should do Lydia's monologue. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Good, and then because I know I what I'm going to say back to you. Because <laughs> I just want to know. I just want to know so bad. I want to. I do. I want to say before you actually monologue. I already know what Peter is going to say in response. So now go. Answer me. Answer me, you fool. Listen, I had this planned out forever. Answer me, you idiot. What is going on? First, I wind up with a poor old man, and now. This, this simpleton won't even just say yes. I have done everything right. This is, this is the Cortez situation all over again. Answer me. Answer me. Maybe if I cry some more. And then she doubles down into sobbing. Lydia, you know that I care for you so very much. And you know that I always have. <laughs> oh, Peter, and you, I care for you too. You know, against my better judgment, I, I always will. But... Oh, Peter, please, please. Just this one last thing. I will be, I will be yours forever. I promise. I have to tell you something in confidence. And I am expecting from our long friendship that I, I can trust you with this information. And, and it will go no further than us. I will never betray you. Lydia, I, I cannot possibly marry you and support you in the way that you should be supported. I am I am not a man of means m myself. <gasps> Peter, but your family and your estate. It is not mine, and I am standing to lose it all, and I, I could not possibly put you into that position. Not if you were to rely on me like that. I, I cannot, I think, stand in better stead with, with the, the good captain whose reputation is... Absolutely unmarred. Oh, oh, Peter. 
And she's stopped crying at uh-huh. this point. <laughs> and she, she reaches over and it gives you a little pe- a, a wholly inappropriate peck on the cheek. Uh-huh. Says, you have in fact saved me one last time. <gasps> I wish you a good life. And walks out. As what I thought. <laughs> Is that when um, Jorge Cortez walks onto the balcony? And I run right into him. You like turn and you're like, oh, I'm leaving. Smack. <laughs> and then here is this gallant Spaniard. The the like opposite of the French prince. <laughs> <laughs> he is like dressed very straightforwardly, but still very, and, and you know, very high class. Obviously a man of money, but also knowing that, you know, he was traveling and shouldn't wear nice poofy things. And Peter walks right past you and leaves. <laughs> to go find the captain, apparently. Lydia. Yes. There you are. <sighs> Jorge. What are you doing here? What are you doing? I've heard that you are engaged. That you're married tomorrow? What ridiculousness is this? That is correct. Today is the happiest day of my life. I highly doubt that. I've come to take you back to Spain. It seems more likely you're just here to gloat. What would I want with a, with a disinherited nobody like yourself? Hey, Galawas, there's more to me than you think, Lydia, and there always has been. You know that your reputation is going to come after you. Spain and England aren't that far away. I'm here and the rumors are following. So I suggest if you wish to save your good name, you go and tell this so-called future husband that you've changed your mind and you return with me immediately. Or you'll be making, you will be making the biggest mistake that you've made. What do you have to offer me, Jorge? Why should I go with you? I will spend my last point to make the fact that he's been reinstated. (laughs) True. Okay. He just pulls something out of his pocket. It's like a gold-encrusted case. He slowly opens the case, and inside the case is like a, like, metal crest. It's like really, really old. It's like from his family hundreds and hundreds of years ago. Look, Lydia, you know that I lost this. But you see, it has been returned to me. Everything that was mine is mine once again. And so shall you be. And your mother will allow me in the house after everything that happened between me and your father? Oh, God! (laughs) (laughs) He's dead! He's He's dead! dead. Somebody spent a point! (laughs) He's no longer alive. (laughs) It is only by promising on his deathbed to go and recover you and restore our family's good name in the only proper way. That my whole family is in agreement that this is what I should do. And you should know that it is what you should do. I cannot take the shame of announcing this in front of a party the day before my nuptials. Well, what do you propose then? I think that perhaps you should stake your claim and fight for me. You wish me to tell this Signor Barrel myself? And do whatever is necessary to claim my hand. So it shall be. And he storms into the ballroom. What's happening in the ballroom? Oh, I went and found Captain Beryl because that's, I was told that he wanted to talk to me. How's Rebecca getting on with the prince quickly? Oh, she's getting on great with the prince. <laughs> I don't know where that's going to end up, but right now it's, it's, it's great. She's like not paying attention yeah. to anything else. They are doing some outrageous French dance. He's teaching her how to do it. He's teaching her how to do it. Oh, yeah. good. I think Captain Beryl is there. There you are, old boy. And he kind of takes Peter's side and he's like, what did Rebecca say? I I just glare at him like, 
She's clearly dancing with the prince right now. Well, of course, you you have to dance with the prince if he asks you to dance, but what did she say to you? Well, she did not respond, sir, and I find my prospects there are significantly reduced, but in that moment of disappointment, I perhaps found a light. Do you know of, um, Susanna Castillo? The the wealthy widow whose husband died under not suspicious at all circumstances? Is she wealthy? I had no idea. I, I, I know that she is not particularly known for her good social behavior, but what a marvelous woman. I'm not sure that is a uh, tree you should go barking up, my friend. Well, but um, you wish to speak to me? That is, all that aside, that is, uh, yes. Uh, I'm considering uh, leaving L- Lydia at the altar. What? Why would why, but why would you do such a thing to such a, a, a fantastic woman? Well, I have I have recently discovered that she is uh, simply a, 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 a Regency era version of a gold digger. <laughs> <laughs> I'm afraid that you you may be correct. My very recent experience has perhaps made me look upon her actions slightly differently. But but sir, you have won this wonderful marriage. It's it's a. Uh, how could you possibly turn it down? What will you tell her? What will you tell all of these people? What will you what will you do? You will ruin her if you leave her now. Will I? Would I be the first to leave her? I have no idea what you are talking about. Well, she has been engaged before. And and it was he who left her on uh, rumors that she had been uh, improper with a married gentleman. <gasps> which I I did not want to believe. And at this point, I may only be believing because it suits my purposes, but nevertheless. Do not think that you should speak so ill of your future wife. Perhaps you should speak with her about it instead Would of speaking like with her? me about it. No, I... W- at that moment... Yes, please. A well-dressed Spaniard with a sword out is striding across the ballroom yelling, Senor Barrow! <laughs> and I pull out my sword. He's like, who are you who dares disturb this most sacred of occasions? My name is Jorge Cortez. And you mean to marry my intended? I warned you about this. I told you to desist. And now here we are, crossing swords. I, I, I thought you were... I, I didn't think you were real. I thought you were someone who was just jealous, trying to stir up rumors against my intended. No, not at all. This is true. Everything I have told you is true. And so it is. We must fight. Oh, right. Well, well then, uh, I, I, I will fight the best of my abilities to save my beloved Lydia. Uh, I'm going to throw the fire. <laughs> Good. I will take Captain Barrel's resolve token. So can you describe what happens? It is grand swashbuckling style build up. I think Lord Knightley comes out and is like, please, not in the ballroom. And so they 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 go outside and, and they they face off and, and they begin and there's a staircase and they're going and um, at, at, at one point um, there are shadows on the wall and Lydia is on the balcony, I think, still. Absolutely. Seeing this, watching this. And uh, at one point they both notice her and, and Richard's like, I will fight! For you, my love. And Jorge is like, no, I will fight for you, my love. At one point, Jorge takes a slice that totally misses, but everybody's looking the wrong way. So it's like Richard is 
is facing the same way as the entire crowd. And so they see Jorge's sword cut across his body. And even though it doesn't actually like hit, Richard throws himself over the stairs onto the shrubbery and lets his sword fly out of his hands as everyone begins to applaud because it's so romantic. And Richard Richard says, oh no, you have bested me. How terrible. (laughs) But please, my love, Lydia, you shall not leave me. What's Lydia's reaction? Lydia uh, pretends to faint. Mm -hmm. Okay, you can leave me. It's fine. Right, and so Jorge kind of like arranges for somebody to pick up Lydia and sort of take her into the back room and he just stands there and waits. I, I would like to Lydia and Peter to have a, just a really brief moment in front of uh, Susana Castillo. You bastard. Is Lydia intending to leave with Cortez or not? Yeah, absolutely. They're on the way out. He's already left and she's sort of following behind and Peter mm-hmm. is there with Susanna. Does that suit you, Sendo? As long as I don't have to have a yeah. conversation awesome. with myself, I'm good. As I walk by Peter, who, uh, I don't know, what does Peter look like at this moment? He is actually still shockingly put together, but some of his hairs have come a little bit out of place and are like coming down his forehead instead of curling up <laughs> with the rest of it. And mm-hmm. that's so, the, but that's about as out of sorts as he really gets. I s- stop and quietly say to Peter, despite what's happened, I want you to understand you are a good man. And so I leave you with this one gift. And she steps back. She says, I don't care what you do or who you do it with, but I forbid you from ever, ever marrying that woman. And she points at Susanna and storms out. Yes. <laughs> Which is great because they're child and rivals. Peter's expression in reaction to that is just like, what? And Susanna's expression is like, I am getting this man. <laughs> like, <laughs> and then let's cut on that <laughs> so the last thing we do is like it's the letter writing phase again but it's also the epilogue so everyone writes a letter from their character like maybe six months on or uh, even yeah even longer if you want to and in this letter you can if you want reveal what your desire was and uh, whether it panned out for you I think mine already kind of came out <laughs> anyway <laughs> Uh, my, my dearest Peter, at one point in my life, my deepest desire was to be reconciled to you. We were such good friends, and I, I felt so poorly about treating you the way I did, and even if you did hurt me as you did. However, I found that time has moved on. I have fallen in love with someone else, and we are to be married. I wish you all of the happiness in the world, and hope one day that... Our friendship shall once again be rekindled. And I take back the rumors I spread about you. You do not have syphilis, and you have never been anything but a perfect gentleman to me. Your friend, Rebecca. Dear Rebecca, congratulations on your upcoming marriage. I knew that you had it in you. Hopefully you learned... Being prepared is always the best solution. Remember this as you move forward in your married life. 
one hen is good, but two hens are better. Prepare for that stormy day. Men die, men leave, but friendship is forever. Be well, your friend, Lydia. My dearest sister Jane, we were so pleased to see you at our wedding last week, and thank you so very much for your very kind gift of silver. It will be used, and we will think of you every time. I am extremely happy with Susanna, and she is extremely happy as well, and we are hoping that soon we will be able to have a family of our own. I'm happy to say that this marriage has additionally solved my financial difficulties, and I have also included with this letter a, a modest sum in some recompense of the support that you have given me over the years. Thank you so much for believing in me, and I will do my best to do you proud. Your brother, in love always, Peter Thorpe. If it's okay to end the scene like this, that um, what we see is like, cinematically we see like the signature swoosh at the end of Thorpe, and then he folds up the letter, puts it in an envelope, puts it with like another little package, hands it to uh, a younger a teenager who goes out and hops on a horse, and then he goes back out to the sitting room and sits down with Susanna, takes her hand, and they just like have this happy scene moment. all end up married uh-huh yeah with marriages of what we wanted kind of well, i got money yeah you got money that's what we were going i mean i got money too but like after i got bashed around between you two i decided i should go for money and love thank you both for playing with us thank you guys so much for playing with us this has been fantastic camden tell us tell us where we can um where people can find you on the internet if they want to see what else you've done and stuffs I'm Camden Wright. You can find me at Camden.com. But more importantly, go immediately, find the good society, and play this beautiful game. Yeah, right? <laughs> yep. Oh, my God. It's very good. There, I, I didn't think I could have this much fun with a, with a game that didn't have dice in it. Oh, no. It's fantastic. Haley, lay it on us. Tell us everything about the game. Yeah, I'm Haley from Story Brewers, and you just heard good society. So, yeah, if you're interested, come check out the game. If this was your jam, check it out. Uh, I had an amazing time playing it today. It was hilarious. Was really quickly, so where can people find you on the internet if they want to follow um, follow you guys for this game or upcoming projects? So you can find us at Story Brewers on Twitter or Facebook, or you can check out our website, which is storybrewersroleplaying.com. Awesome. Thank you so much for uh, handling the time zones and joining us <laughs> so that we could play this. Super happy that we did. It was super good. We hope you enjoyed episode 76 of She's a Super Geek. If you liked what you heard, please head over to iTunes or Stitcher or your favorite podcast app and give us a five-star rating and review. If you really like us, head over to patreon.com slash sasgeek 
and give any amount per month. We really appreciate every patron. Our theme song is Rock and Roll Play Baby by Kieran Strange. You can find out more at kieranstrange.com or on Twitter at Kieran Strange. All of the special music used in the Good Society episodes was either written or arranged by Kevin McLeod from Incompetech.com. Links are in the show notes. We'll see you in two weeks for our next adventure. She's a Wow. It flashes to Rebecca in this like opulent palace, you yeah, know, like- French what a palace. And she's reading it and she goes, Two hands are what does that mean? <laughs> <laughs>